Welcome to the Viking Podcast with head coach Jace Coburn. I'm your host, Mike Lund. The Viking Podcast is presented each week by On Point Community Credit Union. We appreciate their support as we talk Viking basketball. It is Monday, January 30th, and the Vikings are at home again this week, hosting Idaho Thursday night, Eastern Washington on Saturday night, both games tipping off at 7 p.m., and both games available on ESPN Plus if you can't make it to Viking Pavilion. And now's the time to bring in the head coach. Let's bring in Coach Jace Coburn. Coach, uh, a couple real close games last week. Unfortunately, the Vikings came out on uh, the losing end, so I'm sure you had a lot uh, to think about and a, a lot to evaluate over the course of your weekend as you get ready for these two home games this week. Yeah, we've been working really hard to uh, uh, get us on the right path. I mean, you know, we're, we're playing well, we're playing hard, um, you know, but we just didn't come out with two wins this week. Um, so, you know, we've been working real, like I said, we've been working really hard um, over the weekend ever since the, the game ended um to try and get us back on the right path so um and we'll get there vikings currently nine and 13 on the season three and six in the big sky one half game behind montana portland state seventh place among the 10 teams in the big sky uh coach uh, we uh, already mentioned it a couple close losses montana state uh, that game was 75 to 66 very close game actually until they pulled away in the closing minutes, Montana 73 to 67, also close late in that one. But unfortunately, the Vikings didn't win. And maybe a little bit of the issue uh, in in those games and in a few that you've lost recently is just kind of some inconsistent offense, uh, slow starts and a little inconsistent offense. I know that you want to get rectified. Yeah, I mean, you know, for us, it starts on the defensive end. I mean, you know, we got to defend at a high level every single possession because um, a lot of times that allows us to get out in transition, which is what we do best. Um, you know, so, you know, but at the same time, we need to be better at executing in the half court on offense, um, getting good shots, taking good shots and making good shots. So, um, you know, but we'll get it right. I mean, you know, there's going to be some things we're going to work on here this week um, to get ready for Idaho on Thursday that um, I think can help us. And uh, Montana State, uh, defending Big Sky champions, currently in second place in the Big Sky at uh, eight and two, and uh, having a very good season. We knew they would be a handful. They certainly were. Uh, it was a two-point game with four minutes to go, but they ran off ten in a row uh, to kind of take command in the closing minutes. I know you were a little disappointed with the team's play the last few minutes, the first half, last few minutes, the second half. We talked about that after the game that night. Um, and then uh, at Montana, slow start in the first half, shot just 32% in the first half. And uh, if you, as a coach, you know, you have a few lulls in offense there in each game where, you, where you're not producing, what are the things you look for to get your team going again offensively? Well, offense comes and goes a lot of times. Like, um, you know, you're not going to make shots every single night. Um, you know, so I, I think it's a lot about – taking smart shots, taking care of the ball, which, which I felt like we did against Montana. Um, you know, and they're doing a couple things strategically on their end on, on defense. Um, so, you know, we just need to come up with a good game plan moving forward for that. Um, you know, which, which I'm confident that our staff and our players will get it figured out. Um, but at the same time, like I said, it, you know, when, when you're not 
playing well offensively, it puts a lot of pressure on your defense. And so that's where we really got to step up. We really got to step up defensively um, because no matter where you play or who you play against, defense should always be there. So um, defense and rebounding. So, um, you know, I think we get that short up and uh, we're looking forward to this next game. And really, uh, you had some very positive moments. You know, you trailed uh, Montana there in the second half and, and put on a, a great second half performance, shot 57% from the field in the second half, got your team back into the game. Uh, so there are some real positives there. Cameron Parker has been playing great lately, he averaged 22 points last week. He's averaged 18 points, six and a half assists over the last seven games. And he has been maybe the one constant you've had uh over the course of the last couple of weeks so uh it's good when it comes from your senior leader and your point guard yeah for sure i mean he's he's been playing really well um i think one thing about him is he's he's really picked it up on the defensive end um you know because a lot of times when you focus on defense and rebounding um it takes the pressure off of you offensively and then you kind of just play basketball offensively so um yeah he's he's done a really good job uh of late and uh, are excited for him to continue to do so. In uh, Jarrell Satterfield, he was the leading scorer for most of the season, although Parker has passed him in that category. He's still a scorer for you, and it's no secret he struggled with his shot a bit in uh, recent games. You got him going a little bit uh, against Montana. Uh, he had 12 points, scored a little there in the second half, and hopefully that means he's trending in the right direction for this week. When you got a shooter like Jarrell and Maybe he has a, a down period. Uh, what are the things that uh, you do with a player like that, maybe in practice, to get him back on track? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think that uh, teams are starting to play him a different way. Um, you know, once we started conference play, they started playing him a different way um, and tried to take away some of his strengths. So um, one thing we've really focused on is is trying to develop new strengths. Um, you know, and, and counter what people are trying to do to him. So, um, I think, I think, you know, this past game was a very good example of, um, him not being focused on what people are trying to take away and instead, uh, take what they give him. So, um, you know, I thought, I thought he played really well this past game and, uh, you know, I think he's, you know, on the right track to making the adjustments to how people are playing him. So, um, looking forward to, you know, a really good second half of the uh, conference season from him. And he, uh, you know, and I think one of the, what you might be alluding to a little bit is he's going to the rim a little bit more. He got to the rim a couple times against Montana and has gotten a, a different look. So he's, he's, I think he's trying to make defenses, um, honor him both from the outside and his ability uh, to take the ball to the hoop. Yeah. I mean, and th there's some other things too we've been doing recently to try and put him in a better spot, um, you know, and uh, you know, make people have to have to decide what they're going to guard a little bit more. Um, so, you know, there, there's, you know, and offense is always an evolving thing to where um, people try and take stuff away. So then, you know, as a coaching staff and as a team, we, we have to figure out um, how we're going to counter that. And so, and then put people in a tough, tougher spot, and then they're going to adjust to that. And then you got to keep adjusting. So um, that's the game of basketball. And really probably if every sport really is that, you know, you got to make adjustments as you're going. And um, just because something worked for us a month ago, doesn't necessarily get, mean it's going to work right now. All right. Vikings, uh, exactly the midway point of the big sky conference, nine games down, nine games to go. 
And uh, coach, what you've seen every team now, and uh, you know, certainly some surprises. We're going to see one of them this week, Eastern Washington, not picked to be at the top, picked to be kind of in the middle of the conference, but they are 10 and 0. Uh, Montana State is right there as expected. Uh, what are your if maybe a couple takeaways uh, that you have from the league after uh, seeing everybody once? This league is really hard. Um, I, I've said this before. You have to play well to win. You can't play okay, and you certainly can't play bad um, to win. And uh, you got to play well for 40 minutes. And uh, because in this league, anybody can beat anybody on any given night. And, you know, I know Eastern Washington's undefeated right now. Um, so, you know, obviously they've been playing well. And I'm, I'm sure if you ask them, they probably have played pretty good in all 10 of those games. So, um, you know, it's about playing consistently well. And, uh, you know, I, Every like I said, it's going to make for a very interesting conference tournament. I know that, um, you know, because everybody's beating up on each other right now, and and uh, people are, you know, like we just lost two at home, and other people are losing home games, and people are beating people they shouldn't beat, and and vice versa. So uh, it'll make for a really interesting tournament, um, you know. But for us, we just got to continue to focus on the the day and the next opponent, and um, really lock in on that. All right. Well, I'm going to make a proposal to the Big Sky Conference that I know will be turned down immediately, and that is to move the conference tournament uh, to February. And the reason I say that, Coach, I don't know. Maybe you know this stat. Maybe you don't. I might have brought it up to you. The Vikings uh, have been really, really good in the month of February for the last several seasons, uh, and February is upon us. Uh, here's a few stats for you. Portland State in the last five seasons – 25 and 12 in the month of February, and uh, that is a very high winning percentage. I think 675 winning percentage, um, and have won at least five games in each of the past five years. You've been a part of all of those teams, Coach. Mm -hmm. Last year, uh, you were the head coach, and uh, your team went five and two in February. So I'm going to throw out um, a possible reason why, but I'm going to let you tell us why you think. Portland State has been so successful in recent years in February. I'm going to say uh, maybe in particular this year and last year, a lot of newcomers, a lot of transfers have come in, and it's just taken a while for everybody uh, to get comfortable in their roles and really blend together, and it's, it's come together for you later in the season. Do you think that's part of it, or, or what's your take? Yeah, I think that's I think that's definitely part of it, um, you know, just getting to know each other. Um, getting to know what people's strengths and weaknesses are and that, and, and how to play with people, how to coach them, um, you know, and that stuff takes time and, um, which is completely fine because we want to be playing our best, um, towards the end of the year. And so, you know, fortunately for us over the, I think you said for the last five years, we, we've been able to do that. We've been able to get everybody on the same page and, and, uh, playing at a very high level. And so, uh, you know, of course we're always looking forward to February. I mean, we know that, um, when we hit this time of year, everything start kind of starts clicking for us. Um, and there, there's some coaching things, um, that, that we do, um, you know, that, that kind of tries to get us up, you know, trending on the upward swing. And, um, you know, yeah. So we're, we're excited for this month and, and we know that, you know, traditionally Portland state has always played well on the back stretch. So, um, you know, and we're looking forward to trying to repeat that again. Well, we're definitely looking forward to repeating that. Certainly uh, last year, five and two in February, and then rolled into March in the big sky tournament, won the first couple tournament games, got to the big sky uh, semifinals. So uh, Portland state excelling 
late in the season, and we'll we'll hope that that's the case again this year. All right, we'll take a look at uh, this week's opponents quickly here. And a couple of really good offensive teams, Coach, Idaho and Eastern Washington. Uh, last meeting with Idaho was January 7th in Moscow, and the Vikings came away with a resounding 74-58 to win, shot 52% from the field, uh, uh, 64% from three-point range, 76% from the line, one of the best offensive games of the year. But I think... I'm going to guess you're going to say that was one of your best defensive games. You held Idaho to 58 at home, a team that is scoring 76 to 78 points a night. Uh, what are your memories from that game? Yeah, I, I mean, we played really well that game. It goes back to me saying, like, <laughs> anytime somebody wins in our league right now, that team played well. And um, we played well that night, you know, and obviously we know they're a very, very talented team, um, very well coached. They, they put those guys in a lot of good spots to uh, make plays. Um, you know, so we need to be ready to go, um, come Thursday night. And, um, like I said, they're, they're, they're very, very talented. They got some guys, uh, that can shoot the ball. They got, you know, obviously they can score inside and they've got a good guard who can get it on the floor. I mean, you know, so we're fully aware that, um, that they're a very, very talented team. So, um, it'll be a good game. Yes. And, uh, Idaho brings in two of the, two of the better players in the league. Certainly, uh, Isaac Jones, Second in the Big Sky in scoring. One of the top rebounders leads the Big Sky in block shots. He's a load down inside. Shoots 66% from the field. He is uh, the Big Sky leader in that category. And then Devontae Moffat, very talented guard, 18.6 points per game. He is third in scoring. He's second in assists behind Cameron Parker. Those two guys really make that team go, don't they? Yeah. I mean, and that's that's – you know, uh, that's one thing about their team is that they've got two guys who can who can really play, and they got other guys too um, who can really play and knock down shots and make plays for them. But they know who they are, and um, you know they've got an identity of what of the way that they want to play and what they want to do. And and uh, yeah, but th- I mean those two guys are really good. They're really talented. I mean, you just said it. They're you know two of the better players in the Big Sky, and uh, it'll be a really good challenge for us. Well, they they combined to score 38 points a night. Uh, back uh, on January 7th, you held them to a combined 30 points. Uh, so that had to be a, a big key uh, to that victory. All right, let's talk about Eastern Washington. And we saw them uh, shoot the lights out, unfortunately, when uh, we were up in Cheney. Um, the Eagles won that game 92-80. to 80. They shot 59% from the field, made 16 three-pointers. Little did we know that they were on their way to a big run. Right now, Eastern Washington has won 13 games in a row, which uh, I believe, if I read it correctly, that is a school record. They are 10-0 in the Big Sky Conference. Got a lot of guys, uh, a lot of guys on that team that can shoot the three. Uh, Coach, what what are your memories of that game, and maybe what are some keys to slowing them down a little? Yeah, I mean... you got to give their coaching staff and their and their team and their program a lot of credit. I mean, to be ten and zero at this point, um, you know, you got to give those guys a lot of credit for everything that they've been doing. And um, you know, we, we know they're a very talented team. We know they can shoot the ball. Um, you know, and and the system that they run and everything plays really good for their for their players. So, um, you know, it'll be it'll be it'll be a really good game. I mean, we like goes back to we got to play well to win. Um, you know, and so we're excited for that matchup. And um, you know, it, it's always a good matchup when we play them. Um, and so yeah, it'll be it'll be fun on Saturday. 
Now, uh, when you look at their lineup, Steel Venters, he's probably their their uh, most uh, talented player, perhaps. He got 25. Uh, Angelo Allegri uh, really had a big game against the Vikings, 21 points. I think he only missed one shot. Tyrese Davis, 15 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists. They have a bunch of guys uh, who really produce. But the thing that I notice about them, and, and I'm curious to know your take on this, they're a very tall team. They start, all their guys are like 6, 7, and and even taller than that for the most part that uh, they have in their starting lineup, certainly bigger than the Vikings. Uh, but they do spread it out. They do shoot a lot of three-pointers. Does, you know, maybe not Eastern specifically, but when you have a team with size like that, when they spread the floor, does does that diminish size a little? Or, or how much is size a factor when you play against Eastern Washington? Well, yeah, I mean, they, they are a bigger team, a taller team, I should say. Um you know, one through five, I mean, they, you know, they, they put lineups out there that are, that are tall um, and with great length. And, and when you got size like that and guys who can shoot the ball like they can, um, it makes it, it makes it challenging because, you know, they can get up over the top and and still get their shots off. So, um, you know, and then obviously defensively, you know, they, they've got tremendous length and, um, you know, they're, they're tough to play against. So, um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, they, they've got their, they've got their things that they do, um, you know, and the things they do in recruiting and the way that they play and, um, they do a really nice job. So, um, yeah, like it, 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 it really fits their style. All right. As we go into the month of February, Portland state five at home, four on the road. And uh, each week is an alternate week. Uh, home this week, road next week, home the following, road the following, and then a final home game coach. So uh, you're going to go back and forth. You're going to get on the road a little bit more. What, what's the keys to the month of February and keeping that February record uh, where it is? I think that we just need to continue to take steps towards getting better. I, you know, and I've, I've been consistent with that all year is that we just need to keep every day. We just got to get better. Like when we go to practice today, we need to get better. There's some things we need to correct. There's some things we need to fix. And, um, I think, I think that'll really help us. And then tomorrow it's, it's gotta be the same mindset that we have to get better in practice tomorrow. And then Wednesday, same deal. And then carry that into the game on Thursday. And we have to get better on Thursday. Um, you know, which, which I do feel like we did that the last, the last two games. Um, even though we came out with losses, I, I feel like we got better. So, um, you know, and, and the things that those two teams did against us is only going to make us better. Um, and some, some things that we need to get fixed. And, uh, you know, so every, every experience is a learning experience, whether you win or you lose, um, you know, it's an opportunity to get better the next time. And so, um, I'm excited for Thursday, uh, to, to, to be able to try and get some things fixed and, uh, you know, and get out there and, and, and prove that we, we can fix them. And so, you know, it's just a one game at a time mindset, one day at a time, and and uh, we'll continue to move that way uh, through the whole month of February. All right, Coach, uh, before we get out of here, uh, we've probably uh, avoided this topic for the last week or two, but I'm going to get your take on it anyway. Chiefs and Eagles, what's what's up with the Super Bowl, Coach? You probably didn't watch much football yesterday, but yeah, just like last week, I missed the games. <laughs> I, you know, I, I I've watched a lot of film over the last uh, over the last I don't even know since the game ended against Montana. Um, I've watched quite a bit of film to to try and get our team rolling in the right direction, but um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, like I I like I didn't I didn't see any of the two games, but all I know is is that. Uh, both teams got really good coaches. Both teams got really good quarterbacks. 
Um, you know, I don't know how you could ever go against Patrick Mahomes. Um, well, got, if you saw him limping around yesterday, you'd, you'd be a little concerned, but, you, but he got the job done. You know what I did see? I did see one play, and I feel awful and terrible for that guy who pushed him out of bounds. Yeah, that that was that was I too mean, bad. I I just I you know I can only imagine what what that guy is thinking and what's going through his head and and all that stuff. So I I, I feel horrible for that guy because you know and it, you know and at the end of the day he didn't lose the game for his team and, and all no. that. But I but I I just feel. Yeah, it, one of the biggest plays of his life, and he's just trying to be aggressive and yeah. and make a play. And and unfortunately, uh, at the pace they're playing at, uh, I have to believe it's a little hard to slow. I mean, you have to be aware of what you're doing, but uh, just an unfortunate situation. You want to see somebody win it on a positive as opposed to have something negative help a team win a game. Yeah, so. and I hope that I hope their fan base is okay to them because at the end of the day, we're you know athletes coaches all that we're all human beings you know and so you know i know winning and losing is really important but at the end of the day you know we're all humans and so i that guy has to feel terrible so yeah and and, and we're all trying and we're all trying to do the right thing he's yeah. not trying to get a penalty yeah uh, he, he was it wasn't you know it was it, it was a mistake certainly but uh, he's not trying to get a penalty all right well hey let's throw this one out then i, I i'm sure you're on top of this one the phoenix suns are starting to get a little bit healthy little bit yeah i mean uh i think cam johnson coming back has really helps them you know and then you know they got the whole crowder thing going on and chris paul's back and so i think i saw something where booker's close to coming back maybe and shaman and pain so, so a big february for phoenix too possibly maybe okay that, maybe that's just what we do I all don't right know. <laughs> all right all right well we'll check back in on that maybe in another week or two uh, in the meantime, uh, the Vikings this week at home, Thursday night, Idaho, Saturday night, Eastern Washington, 7 p.m. both nights. You can watch it on ESPN+, Plus. but come on down to the Viking Pavilion uh, where it's very exciting and noisy and a great place to watch a basketball game. So until next week, uh, we'll say go Vikings.